Welcome to The Visitation. It's good to have you here. This is where we share honest and vulnerable moments of marriage and family life. It's good to be here. I'm Mary Beth Eberhard, and I'm here today with my good friend Lisa Iglesias. Hey. And today we're going to be talking about communication in marriage and family life. Okay, yes. So I was thinking, friend, Yes. I was thinking about all the years of marriage that we have together. Um, I have 24. How many do you have? We're uh, 29. Are you at 29? Yeah. I remember being at your 20th. <laughs> yeah. Was it your 20th? Um, I, I can't remember, but it was a nice It was beautiful. Gathering. It was a gathering. It was just beautiful. Um, but the wisdom and the experiences and the the suffering, all of that wrapped into those years of marriage um, in in the realm of communication. How do we carry through and continue on in our marriage in grace, in charity, in love, in laughter, and what that all looks like? Yeah, I think that is awesome that we, you know, dig into this right here because I think it can start from the beginning of the day and um, those little early moments where it's not my best moments of every day. And, um, and then the little bits, little bit by little bit that happens, the, the, it can even be the communication, you know, a certain look. And, and maybe early in marriage, you, I definitely didn't have the courage or understand, like, maybe I should bring that up. Like, maybe he doesn't realize that that particular uh, raise of the eyebrow actually is, looks more like, are you cool? crazy are you insane <laughs> and and he's just going huh and uh, honestly it's a question that i posed to him actually this year of marriage of like hey you know like when you make that face when i say the thing and uh i was i got this clarity and i'm like why didn't i ask that back in 1992 <laughs> you know but it's beautiful marriage wise now when i make a face and ryan my husband will say like what are you saying with that face? And I think, oh, I'm not saying anything. Like, what do you mean? I, I didn't make a face. Yes, you did. You did make a face. Um, and so, so for communication within marriage, it stems for us and our family and our marriage with um, a desire for the good of the other and the good of our marriage. Um, there's a humility that's really necessary. There's a desire for our marriage to be the best version of Jesus within us. Mm. And what that looks like is an offering. It's a daily offering. It's a moment-by-moment moment offering all the time. And I like what you said because you said it starts from the beginning of the day. And I think that we can communicate in our marriage with, um, with gestures and with, um, like you said, looks, acts of service, you know, little notes, all types of things. But it, it needs to be a conscious effort. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just happen. I think I know that I've gotten caught up with, um, okay, maybe, maybe as small as focusing on like the date on the weekend and like thinking about, oh, you know, are we going to you know, go somewhere to eat? Are we going to just, you know, go walk around somewhere? Like, what is what is our date going to be about? And focusing on that, like, oh, that's going to be nice time for communication. That's mm -hmm. going to be nice time of togetherness. 
but then um, I could kind of like steamroll through that week being a bit of a grump maybe and um, not you know sharing whatever I'm you know trying to wrestle with within me and my own mind and heart where I could just in you know very simply just kind of bounce something off of my husband and kind of get like maybe little more clarity on something little uh, honestly in my life everything is little all the little things that are in a very simple teeny life but they do all add up I think is definitely into this this um, not problem of communication but this challenge of communication of um, of what exactly what you just said this picture of marriage of this um, unity with the Lord with that his love and what it is actually like and what it's all about and it's like depicted in marriage okay i love that you said that and i love that you've always known that but mm-hmm. i only learned that like a handful of years ago i never considered that and it totally elevated the concept of marriage for me like that i could be playing any kind of role in maybe what and how the lord wants to love definitely my husband, but, you know, in, in this world, just that through marriage and through, um, so the communication is so important because how many times do we pray or ask the Lord for, you know, help me with this or help me to understand that. And then maybe I rush off and, okay, yeah, so I threw out that, that prayer, (laughs) you know, but maybe I didn't stop and listen and maybe I didn't wait. Maybe I just moved in my own direction and that with, with maybe practicing that in marriage, I could grow in that area with him and and really, you know, do that hearing, doing that listening. So it is all woven in between. But yes, so the bot, so so like rubber meets the road. Like I used to say, um, like I was just, I was, I stopped myself, but I was just going to go down the road of early in the morning is just not my best time, and and stop right there. But the Lord has pushed me through that. Like no, no, no. That's not acceptable. Mm. I wouldn't be, I'm not, I'm not super grumpy towards my kids when I wake up. I will give them a nod. If I'm not quite ready to speak, I'll give them a nod. I'll give them a, a little grin, pat them on the shoulder. Mom's going towards the coffee pot, you know, but, but towards my husband, maybe a, just a head tip, like, uh, you know, you're there, <laughs> you exist, but that's not okay. Right. You know, and that's where it kind of sets the tone for the day. So the Lord has been, pushing me into like take a look at that look in the mirror as you pass by on your way to the kitchen what does your face look like mm-hmm. and when i consciously like it's not a big effort but if i consciously get it happened this morning i just gave him a, a the biggest smile we were both getting ready to go which usually i'm just i'm home so i'm not me getting ready to go is like wow you're getting ready to go where are you gonna go you know <laughs> and so and i just smiled at him and he just was just he went off a different way he went out the door Lighter. i don't know he did he looked like he was gonna go you know the day you're gonna seize the day like he i didn't do much i love that notion of have you seen the picture we've talked about it before where um you have the you have the husband and the wife i think they're just getting married and their hands are on the crucifix um and that recognition that within Every moment of marriage, Jesus is right there, mm-hmm. right, and guiding that communication. And the the little moments are so important. When my kids come down the stairs, I make a conscious effort 
to look up and gaze upon them every morning. Like, open my arms, you know, welcome. And very similarly, you know, when my husband and I wake up, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, big uh, stretch. And then it's, you know, hey, what's your day look like? Yeah. And and it's the task and what comes next and what are we going to do together? But it's it's the task, right? Versus yes. the joy and the recognition. I think communication starts with um, the recognition that you're doing this together, um, inviting Jesus in to those moments and being active all the time. I once heard someone say that recognizing that your other half has had a harder day than you have mm. um, is such a blessing to a marriage. And I will admit, there are moments where I am thinking, there's no way, no, it was no me. way that you can, you can have the better day or the harder day, right? Yeah. Um, and even wearing that, do you know, like you put on that cloak, it's a heavy cloak, man. Oh, yeah. Um, and then what does that do, right? And he comes home from work and you're like, oh, you know, you might as well like throw flour on your face and like a sack upon you and, <laughs> and you know, put some drops of water to add yeah. some sweat to it. But yeah. but if, you know, we, um, we just brighten our face, you know, mm-hmm. even if we are covered in whatever we are covered in, it's a recognition, you know, so that, um, and that's how Christ gazes upon us. Yep. Always, right? I love that. Yep. Um, and then, so that's like the easy stuff. But, you know, some of our listeners might be thinking, okay, that's, that's sweet and cute. But, <laughs> you know, we have hard moments in our marriage. Exactly. And what does that look like? How do you, how do you get through those? Yeah. And I think there is a sacramental grace that needs to be recognized that, you know, when you, the, you know, jointly before the priest, um, said your vows there's a grace that's given to you and it's a well and it's Mm -hmm. deep and you can draw from it and the charity that comes um from that and the mercy that Mm -hmm. comes in those moments it's real Mm -hmm. it it doesn't mean that you're not hurting but communication effective communication has to start with charity a deep breath absolutely and charity I think that what, exactly what you just said, um, I just want to lean into that a little more. So, you know, when, when the Lord, not just when we walk out of a confession all bright and shiny, mm-hmm. um, but the Lord looks on us moment to moment with that gaze that both of, I ha- both of us have mentioned of seeing our children wake up in the morning, like, oh, my gifts of God, there you are. You know, like, right. you know, that's not what I say, but inside my, my heart's like, oh, look at them. They're just, wow, you know. <clears throat> So, but my husband is too. My husband is a gift from God. And so what's really helped me, especially moving into what, um, I'm so glad we're going to talk about this, is harder conversations, is um, to think about him. How did I see him? How, what was he like? What was I like? I think about our early dating and how, honestly, my feet, <laughs> just like everybody, I felt like many times my feet weren't touching the ground. Like, right. I, wow. And, and just to think about it now, I'm just like grinning like a silly 19-year-old. But like I'm just like, I was, it helps me to mm-hmm. realize, especially in those hard moments, that's actually who he still is. If I still want him to think of me as like that, and I want, I need to, want to think of him like that too. You know, yes, we're older, grayer, a little heavier, <laughs> a little slower. But, um you know, and that really helps. So here we come into this hard conversation where it's like one of those moments like, 
what? You think, what? Like, I thought we were on the same page with this. To stop and go, hang on. Okay. We've got all these different experiences. We're, we're coming, you know, into this hard conversation. But this is not a stranger. This is, this is my, you know, my sweetheart. And how would I speak to him? Like, just like a hard conversation with your kids. Sometimes we got to get firm with our kids. But we come at it most of the time. I come at it with charity and mercy. Yeah. No, I think that recognizing, I always say to my kids, you know, um, who do you know me to be? And with my husband, I, you know, I, I have to challenge myself because, you know, man, feelings get hurt. I mean, emotion is raw. We're human. Mm-hmm. And, but to say to myself, stop, who do you know him to be? Mm. And to that. look for Jesus in his heart um, and to step back, that gives me pause. Yeah. And it can wipe away, um, it can wipe away that. This is Mary Beth Eberhard, and I'm here with Lisa Iglesias, and we are talking about communication today. So, Lisa, you were just mentioning the glimpses of Jesus in your husband and in the gifts of your children, how you can gaze upon your children with that love. And in challenging moments, bringing that gaze right back to your husband. Um, Challenging moments bring out the worst of us. And I want to challenge myself to bring out the best of me in those moments, especially going forward in these next years of my marriage. You know, I'm at 24 years and it seems like a long time, but I, I'm hoping, you know, I'm betting on, you know, 24 plus there more. Yeah, um, and I want to bring, I want to bring the best of me to those. Mm-hmm. So I, I was thinking about like really kind of try to stick myself into one of those. And I try to forget them because they're hurtful, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're not enjoyable to remember those hard conversations but may or may not have had one you know last week so (laughs) I can remember and um and one of the things I had to do and it's just like all the things like we hear it all right we're all trying to better ourselves and everything and our mind our physical body our spiritual so you know we hear the analogies all the time right about exercise that if you exercise a muscle or if you stretch well then say you slip and fall you will have been stretched out over the last few months right and maybe Mm -hmm. you'll get a bruise maybe not break something on the way down okay and then like muscles like you have to exercise to um get stronger well um or or a technique you know like with chefs chopping food you know like they're super fast how do they do that oh because they do it all the time they're you know really good at that they're it's it's you know don't even think about it whatever also that in that we practice well these kind of situations not 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 re going over them reliving them in our heart or whatever that's not healthy either but to exercise the ability to go somewhere when your brain just doesn't want to so in that hard mm-hmm. conversation i instantly get defensive i'm sure i'm the only one <laughs> but i go very inst- instantly def- uh, defensive i just throw up this wall of like oh you're not gonna hurt me and none of these you know anyway so probably old things, right? Childhood things that just they pop up as soon as you're misunderstood or whatever. And so right away, my now my new thing I'm trying to do is in that moment to realize um, there's two here. I have brought something to this. Either I have said something com- 
you know, that's been misunderstood. I have been confusing in the way I explain something or um, I have been impatient or I have said the correction to the child four times and it's too many. And he's ask, he's kind of like asking me to stand down and I'm like, no, I'm going to stand my ground. <laughs> you know? But so to th- that's one of the first things is to think, oh, I'm not a necessarily victim at this moment. I'm not, don't need to be in self-defense mode. Actually, I, I'm also part of this. What did I bring to this? Mm-hmm. So my, my comments are usually kind of like, okay, um, what I understood might, was kind of like this. Can, you know, how, how did you take that? You know, I, I can see that it, you know, and it doesn't always come out smooth or graceful, but I really need to, I need to own the fact that I'm part of confusion your husband has a great phrase that he's taught over the years um deacon doug he has said um what did you hear me say and i see you roll your eyes because it's both good and also you've lived 29 years of what did you hear me say but it's so good i mean it's great um with my children but even so recognizing that what sometimes i mean to say how that's received comes with a, a great deal of emotion behind it so pausing and just actively saying you know this is the the nitty-gritty practical of communication but what did you just hear me say say it back to me just i really want to know right and the converse where he'll also say you know what i what i heard you say was this and it is always in left field it's always like wow with all of this emotion or all that i'm thinking of um i am totally gone onto another planet with my <laughs> explanation or, or my feelings about it or whatever. And um, so that helps too. Like when he'll, when he'll say, I, or I, either way, either way, it's what did you hear me say? Or, okay, now, now what I heard was, and it always gets twisted into our own insecurities. Anyway, mine, in terms of what I heard you say was, you don't trust the fact that I can make a good decision about this. And he's like, whoa, we were just talking about colors of a bedspread, actually. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> exactly. whoa. And um, like, isn't that like the mind of a man and a woman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, this. What would you say are practical things that you implement in your marriage that um, keep communication effective, alive, when communication is exercised, as you said, what um, what happens is that there's less there's less flare-ups. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So what do you guys do? What have you done? And often we do things right, and then we that kind of fades away, like an exercise routine, right? Um, but some of them actually worked well, but they just kind of drop off. So what have you done? Yes, I think you're 100% on the right direction, and I think that I'm I'm hungry to know those things too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the most recent ones, we realized that we were just, you mentioned it earlier, working, working, working. There's stuff to do for the children. There's stuff to do for the house. There's stuff to do for work. And um, then you kind of like, your conversations are about the work. Like, mm-hmm. You know, how are we going to get the work? You know, even if you go out and you're still con- talking about how we're going to manage this. Um, and so in the summer, in the beautiful morning of summer, there was time that and light and you know, ice to walk around to, to uh, in our on our path in the neighborhood and so we would take half an hour and walk sometimes we'd stretch it out isn't say, it crazy a half hour 
and half an hour. And so we talk about no agenda, just talk about nothing. And I felt so connected to him. Mm-hmm. And it really wasn't much. It was just uh, talking with my best friend and um, the love of my life. But we weren't like talking about, oh, aren't you just my best friend? <laughs> no, we weren't doing that. We were just chatting on, oh my gosh, look at that tree. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Look at the blooms there. Da, da, da. And then quiet. And then just talking and, oh, what anything. What did you read? What is new that you know? What is, you know, and um, now I have seen kind of, not a disconnect, but like I miss that because now I will not go walking at 32 degrees. I'm sorry. I've got to get maybe some warm gloves or something and do that again, but it's dark. But anyway, I'll have to have a winter routine. (laughs) And I think seasonal routines are important. Um, We too, we take walks and we find that um, effective. But we also... um, we have daily, not daily, that would be crazy. Um, we have weekly um, check-ins. So because there is the communication as far as um, as a couple in marriage and all the emotion that goes in that. But the, the longer you're married, you know, you're running a ship. Oh, so yeah. that type of stuff has to be talked about, right? And if I have, I have found that if it's talked on the fly, it's not... Um, is organized and it's quick to pass through. Like, what do you mean? I told you about so-and-so's basketball practice when you were heating up your cup of coffee. Exactly. And um, so a structured time has been really effective for us. Um, We have a shared family calendar. And so it's it's like, put it on the calendar, put it on the calendar. Um, And that involves, you know, all the activities, but it also, I mean, schedule in a date night and, and stick to it. Um, I try to really advocate for Ryan to have a um, a guy night at least once a month because how he communicates with his guys um, is different than how he communicates with me, and he needs that guy time. I think they do, right? and I, I, I really love it. I know that there's a lot of parishes that have that man as you. Mm-hmm. I think they, um, you know, rightly so, they dig into Scripture, they dig into the lesson, not exactly sure how it goes, but I think it's like that. Um, and I think ahead, at the beginning, like when they're gathering for like a muffin or whatever, um, they have some conversation, but I, I don't know. Is that, I, I wish I mean, for like, them to have more time. Right. So when Ryan goes out in his, with his guy time, they have, um, they have, he'll often, it'll be active. So I think there's that recognition that for a man, Often that communication comes with like, we're going to go hike yep. and they're going to talk. And man, they've hiked like long time and, <laughs> and often someplace that like they like to go off and off the path. And, you know, oh, yeah. there's something to that. Um, and similarly with women, like we need that communication as well. And there's an unloading of that. Like you come back to your marriage um, lighter and refreshed Especially if you challenge yourself to be part of a group, um, you have a group of friends that chooses to gather in charity and to lift each other up versus like, let's all get together and complain about, you know, this event or that, like how destructive. I've had those moments, those Correct. friends, yes. and oh, yeah. like that's just, it's like bitterness incarnate. And mm-hmm. I, I say no to that. And I know you do, which is why our foundation, like our yes. friendship is so beautiful. But... um 
you know, as we move to um, communicate more effectively, the takeaway from our conversation is really, you know, those structured moments of time together, um, the logistics, you know, maybe we call those logistical conversations. Um, and then the, uh, the, the, the tender, mm-hmm. you know, you need that, those tender um, moments. And then I think you said, you know, the recognition that Jesus is, is there. How did you word that? Like as we wrap up, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I, it was. I was rephrasing something you said, but I was just <laughs> sitting here thinking. Those are, so we've come up with like um, an acronym then, TLC. We've got the tender moments and the logistic communication. I so love that. Practice your TLC with your um, with your beloved. I think that that's fantastic. So I think we should just take a moment right here and thank the Lord. How blessed we are to just gather in this space and be together. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for sharing time with us here on The Visitation, and we look forward to gathering with you again.